Oh, fellow Seamheads, it is time to come on out, meeting on the mound. We're here on the porch, and we're excited to introduce you to the night shift tonight. Me and Mike talking baseball with the night shift here, MLB, high school, just getting into everything hardball. And it's going to be a great episode for you guys. Hope you come on and join us. You guys know what to do. If it's in that morning, grab that coffee. Phil Stout's in the evening. Grab the drink and come on back because we're talking all things baseball here on the porch. A hard 90. Welcome to the night shift. And me and Mike are along as well. Let's go. Yo, what's up, buddy? <laughs> what up, man? How are you? Hey, man, I've been getting in a T-ball, jumping Dude. in. <laughs> Jumping in the deep end. Now right field, we're pointing to the forearm. We're saying, hey, let's go night shift. <laughs> Bring him in. Bring yeah, him in. baby. I'm, tap- I'm tapping on the wrist right now. I'm All ready right. to roll. Uh, Charles Southern, back in the Big South. Oh. A lot of those. Uh, remember the team back in uh, Coastal Carolina that won the College World Series? Yes. They, they kicked our hind end. That was a couple of years before they actually went all the way. But, man, the day they spanked us, man. They were killer. And they had uh, – you guys, I think Blaine remembers this feller. He was uh, Alex Wilson. He oh, played, I remember uh, Alex Wilson. You remember him? I, he, <laughs> he threw 92 with a, with a slider, man. He was hard, boy. Hey, dude. He hey, tore me let up. me tell you, facing him actually the day I got baptized. Uh, end up getting a base hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that yeah. must, must be the God. Hey, yeah, I was going to do the, the Lord was with me. I tell you that. He, <laughs> I hit it off my hands, man. Stung it like a little, little fillet of fish in the right field. Um, yeah. He was dude, hard. He was I'm, I'm left-handed, Mike. And, man, did he run things in on you. He'd run it all in on you. Well, that's tough. But, yeah, he, he played for Winthrop and all those – South Carolina teams, man, they they play almost year round. Well, and they, I tell you what, too, with uh, with with Wilson, you know, he ended up going to Texas A and M after, and then after, after and yeah, after Winthrop, and then he ended up. I mean, dude, he was a reliever on the Red Sox for a couple years, right? Right. Yeah, dude. So, hey, Wilson was probably the best high school pitcher. I've seen in person. Like he could hit ninety-five, and then that slider that he had. Matt, you talked about seeing him in college. Just imagine seeing this kid as a as yeah. a freshman, sixteen-year-old like, young whippersnapper. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. Like I think, and Mike, I think you'd agree with this. You you see it, and you know, covering games, man. If you've got a guy who's got a little extra something on that fastball. A little mm. more velo, a little mustard, changes the games, man. Those eyes get big quick. 100%. Because, like, we saw – we called that first game for George Washington, right? We saw that Hoff kid. He threw tonight 88s pretty hard in West Virginia High School, and they were behind him all game. It was like – it's almost like it, when teams get it, it's like the third time through the order, and it's really hard to adjust to a, a high fastball, especially in, in those lower levels. Um, is, is Campbell, is that Big South? 
it, it is now. It wasn't when I was there in the late nineties. But yeah, they're in there now. They did they play around a Logan. Decent. Yeah, they're they're sometimes decent. Zeke Minnick out of Logan played there. He was good. Yeah, the fighting the fighting Campbell Campbell's, or Campbell's there. Yeah, Campbell. man, they weren't in black, it pops. So hey guys, you're hearing of uh, for the first time making his maiden voyage onto the porch. And, and and he he is the night the night shift. And he got that nice little gravelly low voice there. Played at Charleston Southern. We will, you know, a little first little pitcher action. That's all we're giving you, okay? That's all you need to know about the yeah, we'll, we'll we'll know that it's the seventh inning right now, boys. And uh, I'm sitting in the on the porch, but I'm sitting in the pen warming up. I've always been ready. We're uh, they call we're upon the, the night shift. You know, you know, you know these boys. They call on the night shift, seventh inning stretch. We ready, boys. Been in the night shift, kid. I like it. I like it. Me and me and me and Mike just sat there and sang seventh inning stretch, uh, and and now we just called down and like you said, man, the night shift. All that needs to be said. Hey, by the way, real quick question about the seventh inning stretch, fellas. Are you a proponent of somebody singing it or recording? Singing, right? Yeah. Mike, oh, yeah. Mike, would you not Live. would you not agree? Would you not agree that the year that we as a group at the ballpark sang that was just electric every night? It should be a community thing or it's like one guy leading it like in Chicago mm-hmm. all those years. It's a Prano, the tenor, the Irish tenor. Oh, those are great. That's part of the game, baby. Hey. Did you anyone catch that Wayno singing the national anthem? Ah, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> that was man, like he, being a pirate he fan. His second career while in his first career. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave Oh, the land of the 
Did not you, a not a cards fan. Not a cards fan here. No. But, uh, oh, he it was electric. Off on a, or throwing what six straight innings? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he was starting that game or what. But interesting strategy. Hey, yeah, Wayno singing the national anthem. Strong, you know. Hey, op- opening day at Bush, New Bush. I mean, that's that was strong stuff. Stars and bars after he just pitched in the WBC and well. I, know. I mean, and then you know, I mean, he's like America status right there. Like, move over, David Wright. Who are you, Adam Wainwright? David Wright. Wow. <laughs> hey, that's a blast from the past, man. You could literally go through the decades like 90s might be a little harder for you mike i know but like and just name off just random baseball players you could just keep doing it and you get a chuckle every time like we just got out of uh the night shift there for david wright <laughs> <laughs> hey how, how was he against the braves all time david wright pretty solid he wasn't a chipper yeah. versus uh was versus the other his, his counterpart no chipper man he, he'd hammer that apple He'd hammer that yeah. apple out. Larry. Yeah. Larry. Real Larry. <laughs> Good old Larry there. Hey, so so you know, we we'll get we'll kinda kinda get get back into uh talking talking a little little high school there, Mike. You kinda brought it up tonight. You, you were you were seeing GW and Woodrow. Yes. And GW is starting to come into form, is that right? G Dub was on fire tonight. Yeah, they were barreling up the ball like right from jump. I, I think, you know, if, if a guy's showing you that he's coming right at you with the fastball and you're comfortable getting that front foot down and you're on it, let it rip. And and one through four GW is as good as anybody in the state. They're they're very young top to bottom though. Very good stuff, solid team, good team, one through four. Very, very, very good. Okay, okay, and and and, and we want to bring this topic up here. You know, talking about high school baseball and like early season in high school and college. Obviously, at this point in time, college we're we're sitting getting closer to thirty games. We're starting to develop an identity, but high school still. You know, you're still in that ten games or under. Some teams haven't even played that many. Are you always playing to win, or are you sometimes playing? to get better for your postseason play? See, I think where you ask that a lot, like the classic example, because tonight, for instance, it was a regional game. So it's like, who do you throw? Do you win that right. one? Do you care to win that one? Or are you like right. holding somebody back? I don't want to let them see my guy. You know, it's, they're going to see him later. Baseball is definitely in college. Yeah, you're way that midweek starter, man. You don't want to blow him. No, you know, your ace. No, not 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 at all. Or or, and and quite frankly, like in in Mike, like 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 you're saying Mike, there. Mike. You know, yeah, you probably you know you're not trying to use those guys till the weekend for conference play. You know, when it comes to college and in high school, you're not trying to see and show anybody. You know, the more hitter sees a pitcher, better chance he's got to get base hits off him. It's just a matter of – it's just science, you know. I mean, you see a guy, you start seeing him better, you get comfortable, you know what he has, you know what he likes to throw, you know what situations you might get a pitch, just at least in my opinion. So, I think you hold back on guys. 
and and that's that's unique to baseball too. Like it, basketball, big regional game early in the season, you're packing the gym, you're trying to beat them by thirty. Baseball is different in that that is a timing thing. That's something that you practice if you know a guy throws a certain pitch and you see ex- exactly how it breaks. Like there's late breaking sliders, there's looping sliders. You learn a lot in that first one. So that being said, how many of those games do you schedule? Well, if it's a conference opponent, you have to. That's true. But, you know, other than that, I mean, and, you know, obviously the scheduling is so much different when you when you talk college versus high school. But, like, high school, obviously, you want to play good competition, right? But really it doesn't matter. I think, you know, we talked about this uh, off air, Mike, but it's like, you know, do some games count? They all count. You're between the white lines. They count for your stats, and you want to win them. But there are certain games, you know, you might not win. And baseball being the way baseball is, you're not going to win every game. And that's just – and if you do, then that's next uh, utterworldly impressive, like – Well, here's here's one of know. my – one of my stories here involves old Matt, Matt Wieters. If y'all okay. Blast okay. from the Orioles, one of the top picks. And we played them at Stratford High School, South Carolina. I'm going to pull out my draw here for a second, boys. There you go. There and, you go. Uh, he, right, was, he was just, in, just in, the, in the little baby. He was a baby boy, Matt Weeders. And his dad, his dad played for the Braves. So he's, he got it in his blood. But, I agree. Uh, we, we, played, we played up. Like you, I think you said, Blaine, you've got a, what is triple A, single A? Playing school. single A school, playing a lot of AAA and in the okay. elite of double A. So, so like smaller school back in the day, they were four, we were four A team. They were four A team and different. And I think you like to make that clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And they they were they were a big team. So you could put those like you could make that schedule. You could put that change on there to see what you got. It's what we, your boys got. Play or, up or, or play we're AAA West Virginia. We played Myrtle Beach High and Conway down there one year, and we might as well have been playing the freaking Braves. We <laughs> lit up. It's not even close. Now, hey, Mike, let, I will say there are there are some programs at times that I think can make that can play on that level. Okay, and there there are there are some that cannot, and Lit- that's that's fair. Yeah, definitely. Is what I would say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you kind of want those games for your program. Sure. I mean, you'll see a lot of these teams, you know, from the state. That 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 beat trip, kind of a big deal, right? Or the Cooperstown trip, or you know, going to going to Florida. Like that's a big deal. In high school, now in college, you kind of get those, especially early on in the season, a bunch. So there is a little bit of there is a little bit of a reward and kind of a motivation for your team, but. You're playing so many games that week. There's some games you know you're not going to win. So, more more on Matt Weeders here. So, how oh, how'd yeah. that game go? Oh, yeah. How'd that so game he, go there for you guys? He, so, in, uh, he went to Georgia Tech, and he ends up catching. You know, that's what his claim to fame was. But he'd come in in the, in the night shift, and he'd uh, mow down and save the game after catching eight in- innings. But in, in high school. That's probably he, nasty. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nasty. He'd been watching all your tendencies, and he'd just shove it. But uh, we uh, had him in, in, in varsity, and uh, he would pitch the whole game. You know, he'd, he'd hit and pitch and just hit homers, drop bombs. And 
So he's pitching. It. He'd hit. He'd. Uh, he, he's he's throwing again. I'm I'm no no slouch. I could hit a fastball. Now anything that moves, though, watch out. I'm I'm looking like a ballerina. <laughs> but uh, he, uh, I hit a double off the wall. It was it was like that. And he was way better than I ever would be. And uh, he just kept descending, and I, I feel like I just got worse and worse <laughs> as, it, <laughs> as the as his years went on. But uh, Matt Weeder's one you know, shout out, Stratford High School, right there, man. That goes back. And you you doubled off Matt Weeders, doubled off Matt Weeders in high school. That was a that was a sweet moment. He also played with another another pro player. Went to the University of South Carolina named Justin Smoke. Uh, a boy could, oh, yes, sir. Justin I got you. And he went, he went in a big round. He, he ended up playing a lot for the Blue Jays, but uh, he was a local. T- and that was, uh, that was Did cool. You Logan Morrison once replaced Justin Smoke. Really? Learn, learned that fun fact last year. Oh, yes. Yeah, the Logan Morrison files there on baseball rep there, Mike, right? Nice. nice. Smoke. What was that at the Mariners? Is that where Smoke was? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. I think no, they even I got like they... a smoked salmon for him out there or something like that. You know, did like you guys cool. hear this? You, you mentioned the Mariners, Mike, and I love this. Uh, this whole uh, pitch clock is, is playing with a lot of people. Fans were counting down like you know, like a shot clock in that basketball, and I thought that was pretty intense. I'm like, if you're the hitter or the pitcher, they're like counting it down. I was like, this is interesting. Them boys out in Seattle, you know, they're a little crazy out there, you know, all Seattleans or whatever you want to call them. But I was like, this is a different <laughs> basketball. So, Hold on, uh, so, so you're telling me, at I think it's T-Mobile Park now. Oh yeah, the Mar- the the Mariner fans are counting down the pitch clock. I think it was against the opposing pitcher, okay. but it was it was pretty wild. I was like, "This is this something new," but I'm I'm not gonna hate on it. I'm gonna okay. like it. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, we brought up Alex Wilson earlier. His his one of his stops there, A and M Blue Bell Ballpark. Like when the when you like you go and they've thrown like you know four straight balls, they start chanting ball five, ball five. Yeah, and then ball keep it up. Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember a game. I remember a game now. It was Davidson. Little Davidson made a super regional appearance when my sister was the SID there. Had a heck of a run. Had a great team, um, and and found a way to to make it to this level that they you know unheard of. And that's why baseball's the best, right? Because you can find a way to be hot and beat good teams if you make the routine plays for two weeks. Um, but their pitcher, he was. I think they had him on ball thir- ball nine. I think before he finally threw a strike when he came in off uh, out of the pen there. Alan Barry, maybe not quite night shift material. He's been great for night shift in an instant around that one. Yeah, ball. When I think when they got to ball eleven or something like that, it was like, oh boy. Then they dropped the pop up. That stage was big for him. <laughs> it it uh, was tough for the Wildcats. So, but a great great run. Hey, they beat North Carolina to get there. So, wow. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. Beat, beat the Tar Heels in, in Chapel Hill. And that's a, a great traditional program. Um, you know, hey, let, let me ask you, fellas, college baseball-wise, Marshall WVU tomorrow, interest you? Excited about it a little bit? Interesting. I don't – what 
I'm gonna be in Mason. You you guys take this one. <laughs> it's kind of early. I'd say it's a little early. It's not hot enough. Where's it at? Where's it at? That it's at it's at Go Mart there. Okay. Go Mart Park. the the old the old the old artist formerly known as Power Appalachian Power Park. <laughs> uh, now known as Go Mart Park. Go for good times. Go for Go Mart. Uh, and the Mountaineers coming in ranked. 22 and 7, I believe. Had a guy hit for the cycle this weekend. Uh, was the first Big 12 team to win a road series this year. And um, they're facing the herd, I think, 13 and 12. So, you know, Marshall's first year coach, about 500, like four and six in the league, I think, or something like that. So it could be interesting. And it's a midweek game. So, you know, there's going to be a ton of offense. Weather in the 80s tomorrow at first pitch. Yeah, I was going to say, with the nice weather. I gotta give yeah. some love though. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to pitcher Alec Moe, man. He put, didn't he? Yes. You know, yeah. one really of my did. new favorite. One of my new favorite pitchers. I mean, you gotta love that guy. I mean, is there? Okay, honestly, let's. They probably got somebody this year. I don't even know the the Mountaineers who they got. It's actually, them, guy named Blaine got. Traxel. Blaine Traxel, that Traxel kid. Uh, is had four complete games to this point. Mm. Yeah, and college game, man, they'll let him go. You know, like pros tonight. Contreras throwing against the Red Sox, right? He's into the seventh inning. He's not even eighty pitches yet, and they're just thinking of ways to take him out. And it's like, man, like, why does everyone want to get these pitchers out so quickly? I- I'm a fan of letting a guy go if a guy's looking like he's got it. I'm. I'm thinking about letting him continue to pitch. Now, short leash, obviously. But, you know, sometimes a guy is just – you got to let him prove that he can get a guy out a third time through the order. I don't know. You know I figure – If they do it in two – if they do it less than an hour, I think they should get another day's rest. <laughs> <laughs> Quite honestly, it's at this clock. point in time, the, it, it's clock, man. And, and the, and the clock. rest, it's – well, I mean, a game tonight takes, you know, two hours and 20 minutes to play. Red Sox-Pirates. There was a two-hour and three-minute game there between the Guardians and the and the Tribe. Or Guardians and the Tribe. Guardians and the Mariners. Man, I can't believe I even said Guardians just now. That kind of almost broke a rule of mine, calling them the, you know, not call, referring to as the Tribe. But Blaine, uh, what do color commentators do in this era? Hmm. There's less, they don't have time. There's, there's less time to take a breath. It's like basketball. You got to get it in quick. Yeah. You, you you almost have to. Like, you almost heard tonight a couple of times people say something and you're like, I don't think they say that a couple of years ago. Like, it felt rushed. It's like it's more yeah. scripted now. That's It'll take what, away from some of the great storytelling and broadcasting. That's right. That's what Vince, that creates. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I mean, you know – Night shift over here might might like the might like so you, counting so count down the, the clock. Did, didn't we? Did, oh yeah, I love that. I think it's uh, <laughs> against opposing pitchers. Let's it is break, appealing. Break, I, I will say, I'm, I kind of want to turn up the TV right now and like it. listen to That's him count right. down the Angels guy. But you know, oh yeah. But uh, I'd say you know, I th- wasn't last year a couple of times we got announcers having big apologies for what they're saying on some hot mics. Oh. I'm going to say there's a few hot mics that are going to happen here this year. 
and you're gonna hear it first on your on your podcast predicting for the year. Ooh. Okay. So you want to make mics. a prediction on who, who actually gets caught with the hot mic? Hot first? mics. <laughs> are we like are we like singling out guys like this year? You know, I hope I don't want to say it. I am not a ravage guy. Really? I don't like him at all. You you like Giambi? Shiambi? I like Boog. I like Boog. I like Boog Shambi. What do you got wrong with Ravage? I just think he's pretentious. I think he loves the Cubs. I think he's a, a big, big market favorite. And I don't like really like him that much. I don't think he's great about – I think he just – he's been around the game so long, but I don't think he truly knows the game. Wow. So, I'm a homer, and I'll go with Smoltz because, you know – I love Smoltz. He does Smoltz knows the game. does a great job. Yeah. Kirchens. Kirchens incredible. Yeah. That guy's ability to talk about baseball and just his laugh and being like, you never know what you'll see when you come to the ballpark. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm still, because like, you ever talk like to your grandpa or your dad about baseball and like you can envision them sitting down using the scorecard, watching the game and it's just stats and it's ball. Like, that's that Tim Kirchner is that kind of analyst. He kind of reminds you that it's like baseball, that it's a historical, historically significant sport. And, um, yeah, he, he's my guy for that reason. Oh, I love it. Love it. I would love to hear more Kirchner on the pitch clock. Oh, he, he would get cut off at eight. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> he would. The, he producer, would the producer in the truck. Cut him off. Oh, best team broadcasting team of all time was John Miller and Joe Morgan on Sunday John night. Miller. Oh yeah. Oh. oh, it was so great. And now we get Ravage and Eduardo Perez. <laughs> it is terrible. You do not like Ravage. Oh, I don't. And I tell you this, Eduardo like either. I, no, to be honest, no. I think he's awful. I think without his dad, I think he's not in that spot. And he, he like, he'll say, oh, I agree a lot. And it's like, come on, give me a little more, Eduardo. Now, David Cohn Eduardo's saves. Awful. He's not. Nah, he's, nah, he's pretty, like, he's pretty I like awful. I like when Eduardo, I like it when they got the K zone up. And Eduardo's yeah. giving you the, the he's a, he knows pitching. I like him in, in that stuff. Yeah, but he was a freaking hitter who couldn't hit. Obviously, he knows pitching. That seems <laughs> to be quite, quite hard. Now David Cohn on the Sunday night broadcast, I like I like David Cohn. David Cohn saves the broadcast, and then it's a Sunday night game, so you kind of want to watch it anyway. See, I got nothing wrong with your Ravage take. I do like Perez. I'm I'm a Perez. Guy. I am. I'm surprised. I, there's there's times that, as it pertains to Perez, where it's like uh, I like it that he's slowing things down and he's talking about what's going through some of the players' heads. And I, I think he's good. He's a good analyst of the game itself. I, I, I think he's good at that. I do. I don't know. Did either one of you guys get to catch uh, Roger Clemens on that opening day broadcast of the Astros game? I didn't even know he was color commentating. It's interesting. It was great. Had a lot of humor. I don't know if he was supposed to be up there as long as he was. But maybe because the pitch clock, he just got up there and he just kept rolling. Like it might, he might have been up there three innings or something like that. But he was, oh, he was like a, telling he was stories. A guest, oh yeah. yeah, I don't know. I loved it. Um, 
Like, give me more rock. Give me more of the rocket in the booth, for sure. Oh yeah. I, I, quick, quick real, story there, Blaine. Yeah. I've got a rocket story. Okay. Back in back in the days where I was travel ball, you know, that's got that's just on steroids right now, and I don't mean uh, literal steroids, but it's even worse. The, uh, not not wire and steroids, so you know. So Disney Wide World of Sports major complex for all year round ball. And they had Cody Clemens, uh, his son, one of his sons, he's got more than one, was playing in the tournament we were playing in. So we're all like, Roger Clemens is here. Then we hear Barry Bonds. This was when he was with the Giants is there. Okay. Pre, pre 73, all that. Right. Mm-hmm. Or 70, whatever. And uh, so it was the weirdest thing. And this is when I was like 14 years old. And I wouldn't even know night shift then. I was just a little, you know, picking my you, nose. You were, you were day shift. You yeah. were E-M-S- day shift. I was, like, I was nice. I was nice. Night shift. I was nice. Shift. The end shift. And so we're little boys at this point, and we're getting these little balls that they were selling for way too much. And all these boys are going up to. I know my dad's a big Red Sox fan back when, you know, Billy Blinken Buckner kind of thing. And uh, my dad's like, he wasn't there, but I knew in my heart of hearts going back to, you know, Ravi and the dad stories, right? He would want me to get the ball signed and it says the rocket. And so only kid on the team, Clemens signs at the rocket. And they're like, oh, oh. And then the weirdest thing I've ever been on a field for. You, we're playing. It's the middle, like it's the middle of fifth inning or something. And I'm I'm not even playing. I'm, I'm playing like left bench. And so like <laughs> the, the next thing I know, the whole game stops. I'm like, what? What is this? And then the, the kids start coming on the field. I'm thinking we're we're not fighting. You know, we're just kids. And everyone's around this big big guy, burly guy, and it's Barry Bonds. He stops the game in the middle of the game. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who does that? And that I'm sounds like, like a Barry Bonds move right you know, there. Yeah, I don't know if he's a jerk or what, but I'm like, what? Stop Pirate Spring train it's, a couple times. Was that were they in were they in Orlando? I don't know. I don't Crazy. The, he comes over and I'm I'm like going up and I'm like, okay, let's take a let's take a picture with Barry Bonds. And the only thing I can remember, he puts his arm around me. And again, he's like, this is when I was little, little pip squeak. So his armpit was right in my face. And I remembered one thing was Barry stinked. He must have been hitting BP or something. But I was like, dang, Barry, you smell bad. <laughs> and I, I, he laughed so bad. And then, so then he goes on and does all that other stuff. But guys like, what a what a moment for a little kid! I know all of our kids. Back to the rocket, though, man. What a cool, what a cool man. So, what's it going to be like when our kids when our kids meet Barry Bonds? What we... uh, mm. I wonder what our kids who they would want to meet Bonds. Oh, yeah. I would want him. Bonds was the guy that like I don't, I'd let him meet Judge. I'd let him meet some of the. I'd let him meet the guy. The guys are today. I like most of them. Yeah, really, baseball has no image image issue at all. Like Trout's a good guy, Harper. He he came through Gomart. 
former old power park. That's right. Was there for like a, a weekend series there. I don't know if I want my kids to meet Braun, though. Like, Braun. he's one I might not want them to meet. Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun. Yeah. He, he got tied up in all that. He got his own little situation. Juicy. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if I want him to meet Ryan Braun. And, and he, um, he played significant time in Gomart. He was like a Gomart guy that, like, you could go get autographs from and write. He was there for a stretch. He uh, At least a solid, like, two months. Yeah. And then, you know, a couple years later, he's the MVP. The Maybe reason, right or unright that he was the MVP, but he was. So. I, I say that because, like, I'm, like, not completely sure. We kind of de- – not debated it, but talked about it afterwards. My dad was pretty confident he was probably right. I think we just tossed, like, a Sally ball in the regular ball bucket that got autographed by Ryan Braun, like, after – I remember kind of regretting that. <laughs> it happens, right? Like sometimes, like you're in need of a ball. Like I think I threw a Dave Stewart ball back out there to like need to play one time. Because uh, do you I need? Know, I, I know the night shift remembers Dave Stewart. You know? Oh if, yeah. If you're in Charleston and you're going to ten single A games a year. And you're trying to take a lot of batting practice. Do you really need every single West Virginia power player's autograph? <laughs> I'm going to say no. Right. But one of them happened to be Ryan. As Ron. a kid, though. As a kid, though, did it matter? You know, I wanted them all. <laughs> <laughs> you're like the Pokemon of autograph balls. You got to get them all. I don't know, yeah. man. Now, the funniest story I've got, again, I was a kid. Dave Parker. So, oh, yes. bless him, man, the Cobra. And I was in Charleston, South Carolina. So just a little Charleston love here. And they were the, the River Dogs when they, you know, and they played the Alley Cats some years. And my grandfather up here was an usher. But they played down south. And uh, Dave Parker's our guest, you know, before he's real bad now, because I know he's probably not out a lot. Uh, but uh, we, my dad, again, being a baseball nut he is, says, that's the Cobra. Go down there and ask him to sign a ball. Dave Parker, the Cobra. You know, everybody knew him by that. Mm-hmm. Same thing, the Rocket, the Cobra. Thing is, boys, he's he misspells his own nickname. Cor- <laughs> Corabra. Corabra. <laughs> To this day, oh, like, oh my god! Did he put a, a K with it? Core, core, too many R's. <laughs> Cobra, Cobra, Cobra. Cobra. So, so we got like a C O R B R A situation. Yeah, going on yeah, we got, we got a, we got an R in the wrong place, boys. I was even. <laughs> was so I was even thinking there was like a K going on there. Alley they, Cats River Dogs is Charleston versus Charleston Dogs versus Cats. Oh man, that's a rivalry. Great, great commentating there. I love. We should we should have we didn't know what we had when we had it. No, we didn't. I know we yeah. didn't appreciate it, Mike, the way we should have. <laughs> actually, actually, majorly, <laughs> you know, you want to be a dog, not a cat. Although we were rooting for the for the cats. <laughs> the coast, coastal days. Coastal. Oh man. <laughs> By the way, they're playing some baseball right now this year. 
Coastal, right. North Carolina, the BDCU. They've done pretty well so far this season. Oh, yeah. They're looking strong. But I, I miss my Dave Parker, man. He's was a, he's a great, still is. Hey, man, it's it's funny. You got the Dave Parker story about him misspelling, you know, the situation. That, and you've got the the infamous coal truck uh, ball that he hit here, Wapow. That's, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, got in the yeah. back of a coal truck. You can have that happen down at Summers County too, by the way, fellas. They've got a nice little coal truck situation out there and out there in left field. So you get a full hitter, you got a shot there. Not if there's not a little more accountability from officials from the umpires. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a struggle at times, but you know what? I think like man, kids have to know like these guys are going to make mistakes. You have to. You, you can't show up an umpire. Because that's not going to go well for you because most of those umpires, there's not a lot of them. You're going to get them again, and they're going to remember you. So you might want to be not showing up umpires, regardless of how bad a call is or is not. We've had a call missed this year where a guy missed home plate on a home run. <laughs> uh, clearly, and we've already <laughs> – it was it was bad. Um, and then on your we t- had a – uh, yes, against the team. Mm-hmm. the opposing team, and then you appealed. Uh, yeah, appealed, and they said that they couldn't couldn't see it, didn't com- could confirm it. Not like they went to replay or anything. He allowed the team to gather on both sides of home plate, so he couldn't even see. There were guys on the fair side of the line, or on the third base side of the line, while watching this guy still trying to come in home plate. It's like, what are we doing here? So okay, all right, interesting. So. My senior year, it was the first year of the coach who I called the game for tonight, Mike Davis. He, his team, our guy that was really good, hit a homer, was supposed to tie the game up. Elimination game for last game of my career. Same scenario. Your team in that situation wins the appeal. In my whole life, I've been saying, like, is there evidence? Is he sure that he better have been? Damn sure. Like, how, what, what level of sure are we talking? I mean, clearly yeah, hopped the over daylight, the plate. Daylight, dirt to black. Cleat I to mean, cleat to cleat. He, he hopped over the whole entire plate and never made an effort to go back to get it. Like, because he got, he, he, got, like, he got mobbed by his teammates and he got walked over the dugout with him. Never went back. Completely hopped over home plate. I never understood that. How in the world do you not do the one thing that you have to? Do? You stomp on it, and then everybody gets around you. That's Isn't the way you the do it. Part? Isn't that the whole point? Yeah, you, you like the thing, man. man. Mike, Mike, that ended your baseball playing career on a call. Yeah, it was it was an elimination game. We dropped game one. We were playing South Charleston. It's a big rivalry game over here, G Dub South Charleston. Oh wow! And we are down two, two run shot. The left fielder breaks his arm, so we think the game's tied. There's a twenty minute pause. Then we come back to the game. They appeal the play. Step on the plate, out. And so the first run counts the homer. The guy that hit the homer, that one doesn't. And we lose 5-4. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, 
So like, and I was I was around the plate. I wasn't hyper paying attention. I know it was close. I don't know if he touched it or not. So that's just why I say, like, was it a big step, like a gallop over? Uh, yes. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I mean, yeah, it was pretty clear to the point where I wasn't truly like my my coach as well said he didn't get that, did he? I said no, he absolutely did not, and we we thought we had him and proved not to have them. Um, but hey, man, they're 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 people too, individuals. They make mistakes just like everybody else. So, and maybe that's obligatory that I say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, you know, umpires, like you said, they're they're doing the best they can. So, you know, you you, you obviously sometimes you might get a few for you. Sometimes you don't get them your way either. Um, as long as an umpire is consistent, you can live with it, right? Um, speaking of being consistent, first week and a half here in the show, fellas, anybody really catching your eye so far? Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Swung on, long drive, right field, and this one belongs to the Reds. Four and one, right? I, I didn't catch the final tonight. We get another one. All right. Well, playing the Cubs, we'll, we'll do this on the fly. Yeah, Take a good. little peek. I was <coughs> Cincinnati Red Legs update. Update. Oh, not not good. Nah, Twelve not five good. today. Twelve to five. The what? Cubbies with a uh, six run seventh. It wasn't Hunter, was um, it? Well, the no, it was not Hunter Green. I think those first three are really good. And then it's kind of like, yeah, where where are we going with the other two guys? But they'll find it. They're Sessa pitched today for Cincinnati. He actually pitched pretty well. Five and a third, four hit baseball, two earned, three walks, two strikeouts. That was um, nice yeah, shift. Buck Farmer got kind of lit up there. Nice shift, uh, let him down. Yeah, it's, that, I wouldn't say it's a night shift that way. I wouldn't say that's a night shift. Like five. Yeah, that was a <laughs> call in. That was, call in. That was a, yeah, yeah, they called in. Look out. Uh, more like it. Um, hey, the twins have finally lost. Was that the great? Was that the Great American Small Park? It was a Great American Small yeah. Park. There, uh, night shift. It was. It was indeed. Um, man, I tell you what, twins finally lost. Sandy Alcantara spins a little three three hit action. Uh, mm. Shut out there, man. He's filthy. Um, Phillies finally got a win. Uh, four to one today. Cal Schwarber went went yard there in the first. Pretty majestic shot to kind of get it going for him. Man, uh, hey, your Braves, your Braves playing pretty good baseball. Nice Beat the Cardinals. Beat it to head the Cardinals. Cards. Yeah, they're, they're playing well. Um, you know who else is playing pretty solid, at least to start the season. Give a little credit to the Rangers and the Orioles. Kind of fun teams. Hey, and and, and I got to say it, my Buckos. Don't count them out. Don't count, Don't count them, out. them out. Don't count them out. Beat the Red Sox again. Two in a row there. And we're going to raise the Jolly Roger and the Bird. That was a bomb. I love your Buckos. Uh, got a good team. Huh? Uh, good team. It's, it's, looking, it's looking promising. It's Cruz so far. Learn, he doesn't need to learn how to not strike out so much with the ball play. Hey, he's put it in play so far this year. I will say that. 
Get the yep. bay, bay, bay. Oh, we forgot to do that. <laughs> bay, bay, bay. He went a little oppo. Oppo over the green monster for your first ever home run. That was something. He doesn't even look was, like he can hit home runs. <laughs> it was a straight line drive. Just a, just a frozen rope. It was something. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. With a little little raisin for the buckos. Something. Raise the Jolly Roger. Yeah. Hey, and Rosie Contreras was throwing, was kind of uh, on the bump with command. I think he gave up three hits. It was a good night. On the good bump. Night. Yeah, good night yeah. to watch the buckos there at old Fenway Park. The pot. Richville yeah. looks like he could be my grandpa. <laughs> he, he's going Friday in the home opener. And we're going to raise the Jolly Roger and the Bird. That was a bomb. The Rays, the Rays are still undefeated, boys. They are. Small they are. small team, small budgets, still producing. I don't I don't see the Rays hanging all, all summer then this year. Although Randy Rosarain is so much fun. I think he was doing push-ups and at second base. <laughs> catch it on the fly, boys. Catch it on the highlights. <laughs> Two doubles tonight. Give him in Randy Rosarena. Like um man, he's he's good. And man, he was so good for Mexico too in that tournament. Like he's a guy you he's a guy you want to watch. He he takes hard cuts. He's doing he's doing. Yeah, yeah he really is. Oh yeah. Hey, pa- Padres though out the gate uh, scoring a lot of runs, but are three and three. So you know, I mean, I'm, it's still obviously so early, but it's just it's fun to see games that count. And you were talking about the clock here a little bit. It's, it hasn't been a huge effect on the game other than it just being a lot faster. I think it just affects the consumer more at the game than it does somebody watching on TV. It's... Yeah, don't go to the little boy's room. You're going to miss uh, a bomb by Schwarber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can't. Hey, I, I will say uh, I think uh, Oh Machado got ejected on one. Yes, I agree he did. with your your uh, viewers or listeners on this thing, if you listen back to when you said about, I think it's going to impact hitters more than pitchers. They're messing with their uh, little Nomar, getting together with the straps and taking their time, a little practice swings. I think they're getting used to that timing. And uh, if I know anything, timing's a key, but the, the pitchers are going to shove it. Yep. Especially when they're working quick like that and they're feeling good, like oh, yeah. you know, I mean, you see some of these games they're they're flying by because the batters and have I, no defense. I bet you, if I if there was a hot mic on those umpires, you'd be like, get in the box, get in the box. <laughs> Just a couple couple words, get in the you know box. I've been told a few times to get in the box, son. I'm like who are you? You're not my father. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am your father. Talk to me that way. Well, you're a you blue. Just, you just settle down. If I if I need to take another second here to compose myself and no. get myself on that back line where I want to be, I will. I, I hate all of those seconds. Gosh. <laughs> hey, Mike. I will agree. It's going to be fun to see this. How it affects Atlantic League game times. I am excited to see that. Are, are they doing it? Oh yes. Really. 
Yes, they are. Okay, that's necessary. That's going to get so, it down. Three hours? Yeah, three hours, 15 minutes. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be home by 1130. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, there's you been still, a few that have, still, that have been long. Because the reason that it doesn't work in the bigs is because the players are so good. It's not a problem. You know what I mean? It, 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 right. It's meant to actually take longer. But it probably should be encouraged throughout the game. <laughs> yeah. I think in general, like, purposes, having some sort of, like, hey, you've got to be in there with him and throw a pitch every minute to two – like, two pitches a minute, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I mean, weren't there? There were times sometimes where you, you feel like you would see an at bat last almost ten minutes in the Atlantic League. Oh my God! And it's the batting gloves thing. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I cannot, and it's usually not the sluggards that are doing it. It's it's like the the scrappy guy on the team, but like it, it he just thinks he's a movement. So he loves playing. And he play. loves the loves to play, and is still out there for the love of the game, which I can't hate on. But he's big leaguing a little bit, you know. Big leaguing for sure. And then, the, and then there's the guys that like used to be good, but they still have the swag like they're good. Like we had one. I'll say his name. These guys are professional baseball players. Nick Long, he was awful, but he had all the swag. He argued with umpires. Terrible attitude. But he had, <laughs> and he was he was a step out play with batting gloves guy. I don't know. And but he used to be good. He used to be like a big prospect. And, and they have those complexes. You can tell who's gotten their dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The question I have is, you think they're going to take the – Griffey took uh, BP during uh, WBC. They're going to take this the, the wiggle. He can't even get into the, the bat swim. You know, like, come on now. I know, right? I know. He's got to get that thing on his shoulder and and, and hack. Man, the kid. That, that that is one piece of baseballism clothing that I've got to get. Some type of grippy baseballism clothing, dude. He he was just something else. Like people need to go back and watch him. I've I've told my my team kids. I'm like, go back and watch some King Griffey Junior highlights. Man, my dog was named after my first dog. Like, so that just touched my love for the guy. Like, Kenny or Griff? Oh, Griffy. Griffy, the better, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know a great guy named Kenny, but I feel like Griffy's just a strong name there. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like McGriff as well, you know, for Fred. It, it, I have to ask this: Who, yeah, who, who didn't? And everyone should know him for one reason. Go. Oh no, no one, no one going to step on Tommy Mansky there. Oh yeah. The defensive drills video features revolutionary training techniques developed by professional scout and instructor Tommy Mansky. Techniques that get results, producing baseball world's back-to-back-to-back AAU national championship teams and even a gold medal in international competition. In a recent review, Collegiate Baseball Magazine exclaimed, with Coach Imanski's techniques, the future of baseball is here today. Even top professional players are impressed. Just ask Major League Superstar Fred McGriff. I'm so impressed with the instruction videos by Coach Imanski that I've given them my full endorsement. 
When you watch them, you'll know why. The Defensive Drills video is available now for immediate shipping. It makes a great gift and benefits players of all ages and ability levels. To order your copy, call toll-free 1-800-544-1000. That's 1-800-544-1000. The, the, uh, so I'm going to throw some, some facts on you guys. Yeah. Up, boys. It's, it's night shift's ending. <laughs> the ninth inning's here, boys. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm getting tired. Uh, Tom Amansky, and then you've got also Tom House. You know, is, that, is that ring a bell for oh, anybody? Pitching guru. So he's the equivalent of the Tom Amansky. This week is a celebration of the great Hammer and Hank. And I believe it, it happened today or on the April, first week in April. He at 715, boys. And if that, that his meeting Hank Aaron changed my life, changed my baseball trajectory. And uh, there's a legend in the game, just like Griff. But uh, that shout out to the old Hammer and Hank because I think it was back in the seventies. My dad remembers, but Tom House caught that ball in the outfield as he's rounding home plate, and he he made a career after it. I think wow. Tom Lebanski and Tom House teaching the boys how to swing a bat and also how to pitch. Unbelievable! Hey man, I feel like we need more of those types of toms in the game right now kids don't know the fundamentals the way they need to anymore we just play all the time you know on these travel balls like you said it's i mean it was nowhere near even then what it was what it's now become but like yeah by playing you get better but you also got to work on things and you got to practice as a team you got to learn communication so you're saying night shift needs to find that vhs tape and put a link Put a link in your bio of your podcast next time. I love it. I love it. Yeah, can we get that? Yeah. Can we get hey, it, Mike? Can throw, we it, throw it into a bucket? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. You know, and I'm not just saying – I think it's just overall. Like, I think the people don't know the game. It's maybe not taught the same way it used to be taught. And I think it's – we need to get back to that. I like just it. a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, can't teach it on YouTube either. <laughs> no, no, hey, and, hey, unless unless they want to, unless I can get some Tommy Mansky. I mean, but VHS, though, that's that's the way to go. Man, <laughs> I would, I'd love to get one of those bad boys back out there. Kids nowadays are like, what's a VH, what's a VHS? You know, that's like us for a tracks. Man, there were some like. And and I don't I don't I wasn't around too too much for the VHS though. it definitely was part of my life. Um, I we have like an old lake house and it's all VHS tapes and all those movies bangers man. I mean we watched like Remember the Titans, right? oh. all the like Disney cartoons, and Titanic like that was an era man. The, the VH and, and you know what if you got it on VHS VHS tape. Like that meant something. Like you were gonna watch that yeah. again. Like you stamped that movie. It's like that's in my collection. Do you remember? Same how- with DVDs and Blu-rays. Like we've got away from that. That's disappointing. Do you remember? Like before, fast forward got faster. Do you remember how long the, <laughs> the other movies were? Good fifteen minutes, probably. Right. That was the biggest downside of VHS. Is that you knew you weren't getting to the actual movie. And you could wow, it was barely faster than just watching it. 
it's it's almost like what we've played in the season of the 162 right now. Maybe even a little longer. Like I think we got to fast forward to like game 15 before we actually know anything. That's like get getting into the, the movie, right? Yeah, so we're, we're still in the we're previews, right, the previews now. right now. Yeah, we're still in the previews. I think college, we finally got to the real, to the real meat and potatoes. I think we know what we're dealing with in college, bro. We're, we haven't even got to, to the first preview. Right we're just getting to that uh, like FBI warning at the front. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't you, dare, don't you dare replicate this thing. We're going to come to your house. There's still guys in the minors that haven't even touched pro ball yet. That's probably going to win rookie of the year this year. <laughs> exactly. exactly. They, wouldn't even, they wouldn't even know how to watch rookie of the year anymore. <laughs> they would. They would. Until next time, y'all, take it easy. We round the third. We headed for home. Be back talking baseball next time. Take it easy.